Welcome to the Open Apple Podcast, where we celebrate the Apple II. Whether you're a long-time user, a nostalgic visitor, or a newcomer to the community, join us as we share news and memories of Steve Wozniak's most famous personal computer. Hello and welcome to the first edition of Retro Antic Assembly Chicken Missile Talks Our Way Out of It, live from Kansas Fest 2018. My name is Quinn, your MC for this train wreck of a combination mega podcast. And to my left, I am Carrington Vanston of the Retro Computing Roundtable and Eaten by Group. All right, I'm, I'm Paul Hagstrom of the Retro Computing Roundtable and Drop Three Inches. I'm Ken Gagney, occasionally of Retro Computing Roundtable and always of Polygamer and Transporter Lock. I'm Charles Mangan from the uh, much delayed How To podcast. I'm Steve Weirich, I am sometimes on Retro Computing Roundtable. I'm Kevin Savitz of Antic, the Atari 8-Bit Podcast, and Eaten by Agru, the Infocom Podcast, and Tech Enthusiast Hour, a Tech Enthusiast Podcast. I've been on that. Yes, you have. And so is Quinn. I have. Huh. I'm Chris Torrance from the Assembly Lines Podcast, and I have not been eaten by Agru. I'm Jason Scott of Jason Scott Talks His Way Out of It. And we're back to me. I am from Open Apple. So we are uh, live at Kansas Fest, and as is tradition for this retro mega podcast, we're going to start with a little game. So help us out here, Kevin. Uh, the game is called Nerdy Nouns, um, and it is the same game we played last year with a new name and slightly wider scope. We're going to break into two teams, and uh, we are going to look at these cards written by Kansas Fest participants, and the goal is within a certain amount of time, uh, make the people in your on your team to say the word written on the card. They have not been vetted in any way. I have no idea what kind of stuff's going to be on here. It's going to be fun. For instance, uh, if the the thing on the, the card said ALF, I would say uh, uh, to my teammates, uh, he's an alien from the planet Melmac. And then Jason would say ALF, and then we would get a point. And um, I will get to go for some amount of time, um, uh, uh, 30 seconds. Sure. And see what I can do in 30 seconds, and then uh, it'll switch to the other team, and we'll just do that until we run out of cards or we get sick of it. Okay? Yeah. I, I, think that's a lot of cards. I am literally already sick of it. <laughs> Too bad. Is that the stack of cards? Yeah. So we're going for sick of it. Holy cow, that's a lot of cards. You said we needed more, right? And unlike was... last year where they came from just us, this time it comes from the Kansas Fest community. Yes. Right? Yes. Right. yes, this has been crowdsourced. This, this is going to be a material. commentary on the Kansas Fest community and their ability. There's going to be a lot of cards. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't looked at these at all. All right, what could possibly go wrong? How does this split? Uh, it's yeah, how's it split? Three teams, uh, right down the middle. Yeah, let's go right right here. So me, Ken, Paul, and Carrington. Rest of you. Versus right. five versus four. We can take it. We got this. <laughs> Carrington, you don't worry us. All right, take All right. it on. Okay, I'm gonna bring up a, uh, a timer thingy, uh, and I will start the timer. Who who wants to start? Your team should start because you have more people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Logic is. All right. Infallible. I'll, I'll read first. No, sorry. Okay. In fact, let's just break up the cards so everyone has this little you know, stack of cards and fight over it. Okay? All right. This is great radio. I know. Here we go. Um, this is the most annoying character in uh, Star Wars ever. Jar Jar Binks. Yes. Uh, Luke Skywalker. The, uh, one, of, one of the Star Trek captains, the lady, she was awesome. Janeway. Yes. Uh, uh, he, a Vulcan character, but not Spock. Sarek. Uh, from um, 
from Star Trek, uh, of course. Uh, that's not working. I think he's, that's not working. Star Trek, no, keep nope. going. Okay. Uh, I don't know who that is. Goes back in the Good. thing. Uh, that's time. It's, hmm. Okay. Two points for that team over there. All right. Uh, Carrington, why don't you start? Sure. Are we team Commonwealth? And a bit? Yes. <laughs> no, we are in the Commonwealth. Yes, choose it. Yes. Excellent. Oh, oh, team Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Team Commonwealth. If you get one right, keep it. I was going to. Okay, so not sure. If I get one wrong, rip it. Be good. Tell me when. Go. Uh, oh, uh, it's a collectible thing that would move around on a track. Model Railroad. There you go. Nope. <laughs> That's not a thing I know. I can't. Oh, uh, most famous of the Pokemon. Pokemon. Pikachu. Pikachu. There you go. Poke, pokey things. Uh, nope. Boy, my nerd skills. Oh, uh, when software does not get released, it yeah. is called Alpha. Vaporware. Nope. There you go. Vaporware. Uh, one of the registers. Time. Mm. No. Cash. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, what what state are you from? It goes back in. It goes back in randomly. Uh, uh, because we could have been Team Coastal. It's tough, it is. Think about it. <laughs> it's Colorado. Coastal in a bit. Go next. All right. Coastal. I thought you were I thought doing work. Oh, you were working remote. No. Right. Ready? Ooh. Ready. Roger. That's just like evening. 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 All right. Yes. Sorry. It's one of the retro computers we love to hate. Commodore. Atari. It's Commodore. <laughs> Might be one of those. <laughs> that was easy. Oh, there's like a bunch of things on here. Um, you can uh, die along this... Oregon uh, uh, Trail. Trail. <laughs> Uh, something that uh, Captain Picard said all the time. On Make Star it Trek. so. Make it so. Besides no. that. T, Earl Grey, hot. That's it. <laughs> and uh, one of the Ghostbusters. Uh, one of the Ghostbusters. <laughs> Three more. Time's up. Get that one. Time's up. A little rascal. Did <laughs> so I get Venkman? I don't know who that is. <laughs> so keep the ones that we got right. With uh, you and the rest a Pokemon. <laughs> A Star Wars droid. <laughs> All right. Ready? Ready? I don't know what that is. Excellent. Uh, uh, post-apocalyptic uh, angry dude drives a fast car. Uh, Mad Max. Uh, yes. Uh, douchebag makes spaceships and electric cars. Elon Musk. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> barrier on the computer. Uh, made vacuum tubes. Uh, ENIAC. Yes. Uh, uh, in, lead in, uh, chief engineer on the Enterprise. Scott. Scott. Yes. Scott. <laughs> uh, thing used to communicate serially. Time. Spoons. 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 Serially. Oh. Oh. Keeps inviting him. <laughs> I will always invite you. That's <laughs> awesome. Ready? Uh, Are we ready? 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 Wait, what's your team team again? Well, we're team coastal plus not coastal, but so I don't know what we are. We have no meaning. What are we? What are we really? West half. Yeah, West half. What happened to our hair? (laughs) (laughs) Team, what happened? Okay, I'm switching teams. All right, here we go. (laughs) Team Rogaine. Tell me when you're going. All right, I'm going. When the Enterprise goes really fast in Port. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, um, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, the, 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 little, the little tiny thing that they... The flux, the flux the flux good. Um, uh, the, the moon, uh, Lucas from there. Endor. Tatooine. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, 
Uh, oh, oh, the thing that you make lots of money on that's completely fake. Internet. No, Bitcoin. Thank you. Uh, oh, uh, the little fat droid. What? The little fat droid. The little fat droid. No fat droid. No body shaming of droids. Nobody. This, dude, it's it's friggin' 2018. You're supposed to go, yo, this droid is hella thick. I'm just saying. What that means? Well, that's what I mean. You're left right behind. Right. Feel the dust. The little fat. Okay, Paul. The little fat droid. I know exactly what you mean. One or the other. Yeah. It wraps around. We, we give away these, right? If you, uh, so we don't write, do you have enough? No, I got it. Are there more than or eight of them? This could do no, like, we are not. We'll do, okay. we'll do one we'll or two more fine. rounds. Yeah, whatever. Let's enjoy this. Okay. When you start talking, I'll start talking. They're where the force comes from. They're in your bloodstream. Elmetochlorians. <laughs> I disagree with that. Answer. I hate that. I'm off this team. Quake, Wolf 3D. It's Doom. Yes. Oh, nice. Uh, it's two animals. One is a feline, and the other is uh, a ferret. Oh. oh, oh. That <laughs> 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 was from uh, space. So the, <laughs> what was that? No, I can't tell you. <laughs> if you don't think you should, but I mean, that's a, that was a that was, no, no, it's okay. That's, that's I, yeah, that's my turn. Let me do it first. No, we can't. We'll find out. It'll be in the podcast. I know that, but I'm saying before it's truly critique any description things. I gotta run the gauntlet myself. So yes. Okay. All right. All right. Are we gonna do this? Let's go. Start talking. I'll start timing. It was an eye in the Hobbit. A huge eye. Sauron. The. Uh, this is the full name, including the company of the chip inside of our computer of love. Motorola MOS sixty-five. Yes. Oh, this is one they would go beam me up. They'd talk into this. Communicator. Yeah, but they'd say the name of the Scotty. Scotty. No, they'd say the name of the series first. Enterprise. Star Trek. Yeah. This has a little ball that you break through a wall, and you're a jail guy. Steve Wozniak designed it, although Steve Jobs took the money. Uh, blue, blue box? Blue box. No. Time's up. Yeah, wall. Oh, wall. What the heck? We got that one. <laughs> the little ball that hits a wall. How do you not get that? The little ball that hits a wall. <laughs> I'm going to have to see your Apple II card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Lemonade stand. That was <laughs> terrible. Really? Oh, That's oh, that one's surprising to me. You move oh, in eight. Oh. <laughs> the little ball that hits a wall is so much better than the fat droid. <laughs> My favorite the thing is that. Uh, or what was the was other perfect. one? The other face plant. But anyway. <laughs> oh, that's right. The the chipmunk and the lizard. <laughs> All right. Okay. They're walking. Other team. All right. Other team. Ready? Go other team. Where this goes? This is finished. These are good, right? Yeah, good. This Okay. Yeah. Don't know. The post should start as I say. Don't know. Go. Uh, okay. It's the um, the port the port for hard drives and for scanners. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, the port for hard drives and for scanners. Scuzzy. 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 The enemy in Tron. Uh, Master control. Uh, MCP. MCP. Uh, Master control program. Yes. 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 The user. <laughs> Have a different take on right. it. Um, 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 I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, boo. Atari. Atari. <laughs> now, time's up. Your time is up, <laughs> sir. Reclaim <laughs> my time. <laughs> okay. All your time is up. Okay. All your time are blown to me. 
Okay. Scuzzy. Scuzzy. Okay. Awesome. Is it me again? Oh no no no. Charles. Oh no no. No no. It's Charles time. Oh Nate. This is Charles time. Stacks. You made it up. And this is what Kevin now says. You start talking, I'll start timing. Which is just like a thing. And this is where we're in trouble because Charles has been the all star so far. Yeah. Right. We've taken our Michael Jordan and put him on in charge of the bench. It's bad. The water boy. In charge of the water boy. Just start. He's not gonna. Let's go. Go, Chuck. Make us make us happy. Bring it. He's channeling. He could be as good at this as he is talking. The, the thing that Jason was describing. World the hell is he the describing? The breakout. I'll the break wall. a little breakout. <laughs> uh, Marty McFly. Back to the Back future. To uh, you drink it, it has a lot of caffeine. It's from Joel, the Joel. 80s. Not, yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the Messiah in Dune. Uh, oh, Dune Messiah. Hall. I have no idea. No idea. No, you're Messiah. Treaty. I have no so idea. Got three more. All right. Now we've all gone once. All right. There was an article about how like Dune oh, you fandom is the last unruined fandom, and I'm like, well, then it's gonna get ruined. <laughs> It's just a little slow on the uptake, but it was acting like it was like unreachable and unbreachable. I'm like, no, they'll ruin that's it. Weird. Dune yeah. fandom. Yeah. Yeah. Dune it. fandom was the last unruined oh. fandom. Is it me? Is it who's uh, it? Who's I, it? I, I don't know. I read the books and I was going to do the sound thing, thing that they were talking about well, in the movie, but that wasn't okay, the book. Okay, so we got five. So if we do a fifth one, then it would be even between the two. Well, that's what I was asking. Yeah. Each of us is worth one and a quarter. All right. So I'll do one. Already even. Yeah. There you go. All right. Are you done? You done being an idiot? <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> that question was free. My flywheel is just spinning. Uh, I, 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 sh- I know better. Can you temporarily cease being an idiot for the next 30 seconds? <laughs> Same answer. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. <laughs> All right, here he goes. Uh, dude with a long scarf travels in time. Doctor Who. Uh, uh, dude with an armored suit uh, used to be human. Uh, Terminator? Uh, Ed 209. Robocop. Thank you. Uh, dude with the scarf travels in Doctor time. Doctor Who. Uses, <laughs> uses it to travel in time. Tardis. Thank you. Slow and uptake, people. Don't know who that is. Uh, the, it was me. Uh, first Atari game. Break two, up. Two, just two paddles. <laughs> you. Time. There's a ball. <laughs> the wall. That has no two wall. little walls. <laughs> in a hall. <laughs> Y'all. It was too poetic. It was, it was too. It was like a little poem. Poetic. It threw me off. <laughs> the Messiah in Dune is the Kwisatz Haderach. Aw, oh, come on. Sorry, you didn't know okay. the Kwisatz Haderach. And nobody knows my feline ferret? Yeah, what was that? Yeah, what was feline that? Feline ferret, is that the cat weasel? Like, yeah, Ren and Stimpy. What's a cat oh. weasel? I don't know. Someone wrote cat whistle? It's a, it's, a, it's a flux, you know, it's a disk controller card that catches yeah. at high resolution. Yeah. Yeah. This is now the symbol for flux capacitor. Yeah. yeah. That, the little thing. Which makes for a great radio, 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 but imagine yeah. you're wiggling yeah. your fingers. Which, so what was, Chris's flux. By the way, the podcast audience <laughs> what is utterly wrapped at our description of this vision oh, of uh, the idea of how the flux capacitor looks. Ward Christensen, I don't know who that is. Who? Ward Christensen, first BBS. First BBS. Created the first BBS, wrote the X modem protocol. Okay. Peter Preston. I, I, know know that. That I didn't know who that was. Spider-Man. 
No, that's, no, that's Peter Parker. That's the, oh, sorry, dude. That's the that's the that's the knockoff clone spider. Quality radio. We just deafened everyone with headphones. Top work team. All right, add up your points. You're the worst. Oh, we have to count up our points. Yeah, no idea. Nobody knows how many questions are there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. One, two, three, four. Count out that. Seven. Coconut green pies. Seven. In your Eight. Heads. So 15. 15. Okay. Oh, 17. Yes! Oh. That's how it's done. Demand a rematch. He says taking partial credit for something you barely can do. You guys couldn't get the little fat droid. <laughs> lost, right? Little fat droid, dude. Yeah, the little 25. thick robot. Oh, I thought they had 13 total. <laughs> No, 10 15. Oh, yeah, I, I thought we had 17. No, we had 15. We had 15. 15 total because they got 8 and he had 7. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we did so win. Yes, yeah, yeah, you, you won. won. Oh, I thought it was right. 10 and 5 and 25. No, 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 no. Well. Wait, yes. That does sound like a All right. <laughs> oh, someone with small wonder. Remember that show? Oh, yeah. I remember that show. The little robot lady. The little robot girl. The robot girl. Yeah. That was her only acting credit. She went on and did other stuff. She was an so. No wonder. All right. We don't. Yes. Let's, uh, let's salvage what remains of our audience. Uh, thank you all for making it through that. Uh, so let's talk Kansas Fest, since that's why we're here. Uh, so in order to make this a little bit interesting, so we don't all say I'm here for the people, uh, I'm going to kick us off with a little game. I want you to ask someone else a question. What was the most unexpected thing here at K-Fest? What was something they learned? Or I just realized that third one is the same thing. Um, you just learn that. Yeah, that can be your answer. <laughs> yeah, we need a third thing: unexpected, learned, or someone knew that you yeah. met. Yes. Uh, all right. So I'm going to kick this off by shooting it over to Ken. What was the most unexpected thing for you? Uh, the most unexpected thing probably won't have much meaning for people who haven't been to Kansas Fest, but that Carl Knobloch is retiring as pack up and drop off. Carl has been an unofficial member of the Kansas Fest Committee for years, helping people get to and from the airport and rockers, which uh, he's been doing since before there were Lyft and Uber. And he has announced that after decades of coordinating people's airlines and trains and rides and rentals and schedules, he is not able to do it anymore. And that was sort of at the end of an era for me. Because he's been doing this every year that I've been coming to Kansas Fest, as far as I know, and that makes 21 years this year. So it's good to know that he'll probably be back next year, but it's going to be different. Yeah, I think, we can't. I think it's pick up and drop off. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it comes from the uh, Car Talk podcast, or yes. Car Talk radio show. I, I'm aware he didn't invent it, but it is on his business card. Yeah, yeah we shouldn't, can't, it's hard to overstate uh, his value to this uh, event because it's very sort of not conveniently located to the airport. So for many, many years, it was the only way for a lot of people to get here. I would argue that Kansas City is not conveniently located. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's equally inconvenient for everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and Carl and his uh, minions slash volunteers were a lot of people's first contact with K-Fest. Hmm. I know it was mine when I flew in for my first year. Um, I got in the back of a car with, uh, I mean, I think Carl was driving and Ivan was in the front seat, Ivan Drucker. And they were the first people I met and that was, you know, first impressions make a, you know, uh, first impressions make a big impression. And so that was my first uh, contact with the K-Fest. Yeah. And he regularly went above and beyond. Uh, two years ago, I missed a connecting flight, and I ended up getting in at some crazy hour in the middle of the night. And Carl came and got me. I was a pick-up and drop-off driver one year, and I 
went to the location and picked up my guy. And I was driving back and I said, uh, so is this your first K-Fest? And he said, what's K-Fest? <laughs> no. And that's when I found out I had kidnapped someone. <laughs> and I drove him back and dropped him off and said something nice. But the look on his face made it look like he thought he was about to become a statistic. And he'd somehow narrowly avoided death. So that was my first. And last time as a pickup and drop-off driver. Did you eventually find your correct... Oh, yeah, I eventually did find the person. I was on the phone with him. The illusion was complete. I'm like, okay, I think I see you. I'm going to hang up. And I go over. And i like, here, I'm here to get you. And he goes, great. And he got into the car. It was perfect. It was perfect timing. And I literally got out of the airport with him. Good thing I started to make small talk because he was waiting to go somewhere. That's a ponderable. What do you do with that ethical dilemma? What I should have done is just find out where he was going and dropped him off. But uh, didn't happen. And that's how you invented Uber. <laughs> So does Ken now ask that question? Are you good? Yes, so uh, now you can ask somebody else uh, something unexpected, something they learned, or someone new that they met. Chris, what is something that you learned this week? Uh, I learned that Roger Wagner is actually still really good at bite the bag. <laughs> I sort of expected him to, no offense, Roger, but I just figured he might go out in the first few rounds and... He made it all the way to the very end when there was just a little tiny scrap of bag completely flat on the ground. Soaking wet. Soaking wet. And for those of you that don't know what that is, you have to stand on one limb, a foot or a knee, maybe a hand if you're really clever, and pick up a bag with your teeth and hold it. And he made it all the way to the end, and I don't remember what place he came in, but that was He made it to the impressive. final round. Yeah. You know, and there were times when he took a tumble, and I was concerned for him. Not because it's Roger specifically, but to be fair, this is an aging demographic, this community. We had somebody yesterday in the morning fall out of bed and have to go to the hospital and get x-rays. Hmm. So this is something that happens here. And when Roger fell while trying to get by the bag, I thought, is he going to be okay? And he was laughing. He jumped right back up. He did it again. It was remarkable. Folks, Kansas Fest can be dangerous. <laughs> be careful. Or Kansas Fest keeps you young. <laughs> yep. All right, this is getting dark. <laughs> All right, what were the three? torch. Unexpected, learned, or new person you met? Uh, Carrington, something <laughs> unexpected. Um, unexpected would be... I'd like to answer Roger Wagner again because he was so unexpected as a song and dance man. I hadn't anticipated wow. that. But I'm going to say my, my death... <laughs> in Dungeons and Dragons. One of my favorite things oh. we've been doing the last few years is playing an, an ongoing multi-year D&D game here. Um, three years, three sessions, and my poor character was killed by his own party. <laughs> Probably by accident. Maybe. Uh, and uh, it was absolutely evidence. hilarious. It's one of my favorite things uh, to come here. You know, you come for the people, meet and hang out with friends, and it's a thing I do not have an opportunity to do uh, back home in Toronto. So getting to do that, and then shortly before midnight, having everything go horribly wrong <laughs> was both unexpected and delightful. So I will pick that. But tell tell if, the story of how he died. It's yeah, a story. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the piccolo. We're fighting a bunch of big spiders. My my kind of, let's admit it, annoying magic user. 
Very annoying. Who prefers to play a piccolo versus casting spells, did deign to attack and kill one monster, and then decided I would just put the weapons away and celebrate with piccolo. And then behind me, um, Sheppy rolls poorly, and then rolls really well. So you get a combination of a 1, and then a 20, and then high damage to the back of my head. <laughs> that was the end of my character. So Sheppy was shooting at a spider, with, with a did a critical arrow. fail, then and, a critical and then hit. had to roll for damage on you, the arrow hit you, and then did a critical hit. Yes, it was awesome and hilarious. I died piccolo on my lips, and it was perfect. Perfect epic way to go. I don't amazing. think Sheppy was sad about it. None of us were. I wasn't. I was killing myself laughing. It was amazing. I assume your last words were, this is how my father died. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh no, not again. (laughs) It was great. So it was unexpected and brilliant and beautiful. That's why you you play role-playing games. Alright, pass the torch. Unexpected, learned, or met? Uh, Steven, tell me somebody you met this year that you hadn't met previously. We have several, we have a lot of new people this year. And I met, names are like Teflon with me, I'm sorry I don't remember this gentleman's name, but I met a very delightful guy who's from Scotland who was going to give a talk about the BBC Micro, which I missed because I had to drive out and get stuff for yeah. our pizza thing tonight. Uh, but uh, it was uh, it was great listening to just him talk about it. He was excited about uh, getting to do the talk. And so, as in course from Scotland, he's got a lovely voice. That was Neil, my, uh, my teammate in the 6502 Pyramid game, which uh, we crushed at. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was a game show put on by our own Kevin Savitz. All right, pass the torch. How about Kevin? Yes. Give me something that you found uh, Un- unexpected, unexpected surprise this year. Unexpected? Um, you know, you, you come here for the Apple IIs and for the learning about super nerdy stuff, but I, this is my sixth Kansas Fest, and I have made real friends here, and um, twice this week, something happened to two different friends in their real lives that made them very sad and they just like came up to me and said i want a hug two different people two different days and i'm just like okay you know and that i i guess that level of um friendship that i've attained with people here is was is lovely and unexpected come for the apple twos stay for the hugs yeah how do Very I ever get a scoop of this sugar? <laughs> <laughs> I got a hug. We make our choices. Apparently. The cheese stands alone. <laughs> Who hasn't answered the question yet? Jason? I have Paul? I also have Quinn. not. Oh, Quinn. I will ask Quinn. Quinn. Um, yes, Kevin. Yes. Kevin, uh, is it? Tell me, yeah. <laughs> tell, me, tell me something you learned. Because you already know learned. all things. Uh, all right. Uh, I learned that 2GS emulators are not very good. I've been working on this 2GS game for uh, the better part of a year uh, in emulation only, and this year at K-Fest, for the very first time, I got to try it out on real hardware, because I do not have a 2GS right now, and I got to try it out on John Brooks's personal 2GS, which was pretty cool, uh, and uh, it didn't work at all, so uh, that, was, that was a learning, uh, but uh, I've had time here to, to work on it, so that's been good. Uh, and uh, speaking of that, 2GS, uh, I'm going to also say an unexpected. I think we were all very unexpected uh, to, uh, to see uh, John Brooks's unveiling of the new video card, uh, which provides HDMI output for uh, 2GSs in a very flawless and amazing fashion, and in fact adds 2GS video modes to other Apple IIs, including the 2 Plus. It's uh, some sort of voodoo device that I believe runs on the blood of dead chickens, um, or possibly an FPGA. It's one of those. I'm not a, I'm not a hardware person, but my understanding is it's somewhere in that, that area. 
clucking amazing. Yeah, it is clucking, <laughs> clucking amazing. Oh, gosh. Uh, all right, I'm going to throw it over to Paul. And uh, what was something uh, that surprised you? Something that surprised me. Well, um, one thing. All right. So one thing that surprised me uh, was that I'm apparently now going to be on the uh, Kansas Fest committee. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting and fun. Actually, Chris also. Uh, we are the we are the new inductees into the into the uh, Kansas Great. Fest. Did committee they ask members. you first? Or? No. Yeah. It was it was a. Uh, they did ask. <laughs> We've attached the ankle bracelets already. Right. Sentenced <laughs> to the So that's that'll be interesting to see uh, see things a little bit from behind the scenes and help out a little bit and have an excuse to come early, that sort of thing. <laughs> and you got a black lanyard, so I got a black lanyard. So cool. like, it's very stylish. Yeah, it's Darth so. Vader. Already, I've had somebody give me their key. <laughs> <laughs> Just someone, or. Yeah. So, anyway. You, sir, you have a black lanyard? <laughs> Take my car. Paul's just picking up a kid's face. <laughs> it's my credit card. My it's mom, possible that people misinterpreted what I just said, but that's okay. Um, you mug somebody? <laughs> what you're saying? But yeah, 233. To go, to go back to the uh, that John Brooks's card, that is yes. going to be... that. Is, I, I I had hints of that coming in here, but, but uh, that's going to be amazing. I mean, and it's a game changer uh, for it's, sure. It's because it works basically in every every Apple II, except the two C because nothing works in the two C. But <laughs> um, uh, and you know so there's gonna there's a wide audience. It's it's priced at a point that everybody's gonna want to. So yeah, he's aiming, your case, yeah, he, five, five, yeah. 12, <laughs> five well, new in box, one for the warranty card. Yeah, yeah he's aiming for one hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, it's it. Yeah. Does, that doesn't have a release date yet, but it's uh, it's kind of, it's very, yeah. very coming along very well. It's called the VidHDS. Correct. Yeah. 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 So I, I I know most about Apple II stuff, and I was just wondering: are there other retro platforms that have been able to come up with a piece of technology like this? Yes. What? Who? Uh, who else? Nintendo consoles. Well, okay. Besides, I mean, computers. Uh, 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 Atari. Yeah. Commodore. What about Atari, Kevin? What are the video computers. solutions like there? Uh, there there are some nice. Video, I believe there's an HDMI uh, video output so thing it's, for it's Atari. not just us getting this, no. this candy then. Okay, good. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think Apple II is a bit late to this party. Amiga has some really nice solutions too. I think uh, okay. the 2GS has been a problem child for video for a long time because there isn't yes. much of a market for it. It's not nearly as popular as the Commodores, Amigas, etc. Uh, and it's a particularly weird video standard. I just remember them fighting to try to get VGA, some sort of VGA card that would work, and all this struggle going on with Second Sight and stuff, yeah. and then that all faded away. And now we got something new that's even better. Yeah. yeah. And it's universal enough that it probably will have wide adoption. It's not going to be a fragmented, you know, there aren't going to be yeah. 15 different solutions. And it's not just for GS, which, yeah. is, which yeah. is what I liked about it. As, oh, okay, so it'll go in my 2E. And then I can take it out and put it into my into a GS if I want to soup up a GS. And it's not like I have to have like this one thing from Plomin or this one thing from you know eBay with a, a a dongle attached to go from one from SCART to VGA or what have you for for this one. And then you know have a different solution for each of the different generations of Apple Twos. Mm-hmm. He he was. I, I, I like I liked your answer, so we'll keep talking about your answer. But I'm, I'm gesturing at Quinn, of course. But yeah, good radio, Paul. Yes, yes thanks. Um, but uh, the the other thing that I think is very cool about it is that he was John was very responsible about trying to make get the look. You know, so the the two GS itself fiddled with the colors, and it doesn't look like the Apple IIs did. And and John's got some modes in the card that will allow it to be crisp, allow it to be fuzzy, allow it to have color matching to what people with Apple II Pluses expect. And, 
and uh, you know, or go with what people with Apple TGSs erroneously expect. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's gonna... he's the perfect guy to do it. It's very much a, a love letter to the platform, yeah. uh, all the good and bad. All right, unexpected, okay. learned, or met. Your, okay. your ball. Uh, you haven't done it right yet. I have not. Okay, so Charles, um, learned. What have you learned? Um, well, I've learned a great deal about uh, assembly language um, and um, various things with regards to speed and video refresh and things like that from uh, sessions like Quinn's or um, just working on my own projects and banging ideas or banging on ideas and then throwing them at the people on Slack and saying, why is this flickering or why is this not working? And then, you know, someone like John Brooks or Dagan Brock will come back and say, oh, you need to do this or it's not doing this and that's why. Um, but I think the, the thing that I learned about Kansas Fest in a meta way is uh, that you can make a love connection here. You can make a love connection at Kansas Fest. And I'm not talking about myself. Ken is resting his hand gently on Charles's shoulder. No, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the, the two teenagers that are currently canoodling upstairs. Uh -huh. Oh you noticed this too. In the, uh, <laughs> it's been the talk of the halls. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the phrase noticed there. <laughs> it's a thing, you you see it and you avert your eyes very quickly. So that, that is exactly what noticing is. Like, oh yeah, that's going on, that's a thing that's happening. I, you avert your eyes. <laughs> oh, God, Jason. This, this burgeoning relationship has, has uh, blossomed over the course of the week from, from darting glances across the, uh, the lobby rooms to conversations uh, held in, in corners and I saw them working together on an Apple II a couple days ago. Working yeah. together and, and then oh. walking hand in hand in public. They're watching Star Wars together and right watching now. movies yeah. right now. Depends on the movie. movie. I hope they're not podcast <laughs> listeners at all. <laughs> yeah, we're full. Uh, we are mortifying them right now. Yeah. Yeah. They I'm, are mortified. Okay. I haven't mentioned their names. It could be any two teenage uh, attendees of Kansas <laughs> Fest. <laughs> there are other couples at Kansas Fest who met here. Oh, I'm sure there are, but I I, I never saw the I never saw the relationship from from that Genesis. The, the Genesis. Yeah. Thank you. He's uh, seen the universe expand, <laughs> but he never witnessed the Big Bang before. <laughs> I assumed that they were already. A couple when they got here. I don't think so. I didn't no. get that impression. And so, so I simply assumed, oh, isn't that sweet that they're here and they're, you know, like they didn't want one of them didn't want to not be there near their family and da 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 da. And, no, no, really. No. They, they're they here with their dads. Right. They appeared with some. Really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> See, Jason learned something new. I learned something <laughs> new, but we need to have something come between them that then lets them. Come back together on Sunday. So we need, we need something. We need I won't be here to be that, but I need one of you. Their dads need to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I need to build a wall. Something big and I, I, need, to, I, I need you to. I need like you to say podcast. something really important <laughs> on Saturday that then says, oh, five of us need to go do this incredibly boring thing. And there's one extra spot and... The, the boy is taken away, and there's just this moment when she looks through the, the hallway window of Coker and Hall. 
like just banging the window angrily as he disappears. And then where they take him is so dull. I mean, nothing distracts him. All he has is her face. And so by the time he gets back, because you got to time it right, she's gone to bed. Now he lies awake in bed. He's sad. She's drawn these pictures of them together, possibly using an Apple II. And then on Sunday, there they are again. How many rom-coms have you watched? Over 80,000. <laughs> on archive.org. On archive.org. On archive.org. Every rom-com. We have over, I think, something like 15,000 old-time radio shows. So you know how to pack it in in 20 like seconds 20 minutes and tell people minutes. what's going on and then bring it back and it's all brought to you by ivory soap <laughs> uh, all right well thank you for that charles uh freestyle let's uh, break the format uh, Does Jason get a lot? Jason. anyone share, share a story well no Jason, no, 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 needs uh, to be asked all right asked all right before. go ahead and ask him um who of the new people did you meet for the first time and what impression did they make upon you Oh, well, so I've now met probably, to some extent, eight or nine of the new people. And so I'm very self-centered. So I don't know their names, but um, there was a gentleman where I had a terrible time getting here. My flight was canceled. I switched to a a, a two-leg trip, which I never do, and that was proven when I found that my second leg had left without me. And I uh, luckily was given a first class ticket on United, which is like an economy class on JetBlue. (laughs) But when I got in there, waiting for my one of my two free Cokes that only the best of the United first class can experience, I heard someone go, Jason Scott. (laughs) And I look up and it's one of the people that eventually was here. Seeing me lounge in first class, <laughs> as if that's how I roll. All that podcast money. All that podcast money, just rhyming and stealing my way through the friendly skies. And I said hi. And so I actually snagged a ride with him and the peak off and drop off agent and the gentleman who explained to me that he had always wanted to go, but his wife always stopped him. And I said oh, I'm glad the divorce was final. And he said, yep, just a couple weeks ago. (laughs) And so we all rode together and talked about this, that, and the other thing. And then there were additional people here for which it was all new. So so for me, you know, when I see people kind of wander into it, for some people, this is the final chapter in a story for them of, of, of literally years of wishing they could attend this Mecca. And I don't think we've done less to stoke the fires by having so much live streaming and uh, photographs and and recordings come out. So now people truly get an idea for what they're missing. And so for them, it's this amazing chapter to show up and actually be at the mythical place. And so, and then some of them, yeah, some of them have had major life changes to reflect it. So I I kind of enjoy talking with them. Um, They don't have the same, you know, connection to lore. So they get to go through all of those wonderful horrors of discovering that the showers are terrible. And that's actually the food. And that's actually, you know, some of the rules and things. And and just watching them kind of like discover that it's like boot camp. But But then by like, you know, Saturday, this is the magic, right? Is that 
by Saturday, you're brainwashed into thinking this is the greatest thing in your life. And so <laughs> you miss it. You start to get worried that you're starting to see things end and stuff pack up. Like, I'm sure for some people, I noticed that this, that as we packed up this garage giveaway, that some people were like, oh, no, garage giveaway stuff like, is it gone. It was like December 26th. They took yeah. down the Christmas tree and... They were absolutely yeah. seeing that, oh, no, portions are going to come to an end. I don't live here. <laughs> I'm just a visitor. Suddenly, people wanted a bunch of old power cables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's... Dregs all of a sudden looking good. So that's fun. And I, I really like that people are here for the, you know, the honest good reason of wanting to learn more. And for them, it's a wonderland. Like, it, it definitely, again, this year gave you what you wanted. New things that were coming out. Good talks about lots of nerdy subjects. Uh, workshops, we'll call them, you know, the cracking workshop constantly going on upstairs or, or seeing people off in a corner, like just cabibbling about this and that thing they're trying to fix. And, and then rooms that have actual wonders if you take the time to walk down there. So, so, you know, it actually, I think, fulfills the dream that the people have when they come here, which isn't always the case in conventions. So I, that's my thing. I just like watching people kind of like get their wish that's where I go. Well said. All right, so who's, who's, who's got a story they want to share, something else they want to Kevin call does. Up? You got a new computer here and it had a problem. But the nature of being at a place like Kansas Fest is there's a community of brilliant people who can fix those that's problems. That's true, and you have told my story. Thank you. No, no, now you and now with the details. What, what's the, what's I was the vague computer? computer? I didn't know the computer. I got a uh, <laughs> Apple IIc Plus uh, from the garage giveaway. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a... Uh, it's a lovely machine. It is in beautiful condition, and it's not yellowed. And and uh, I didn't realize how, really had no idea how good the keyboard is on a two C plus. It, sure, it feels great. I have a two C, which is as a keyboard, a little mushy, a little. It's like typing on cornflakes. It's fine. Uh, but the two C plus is very good. I have cornflakes in a bowl, in a bowl of milk. I mean, you know. Uh, so what kind of milk? <laughs> well, soy milk. <laughs> well, it's still cold soy milk. <laughs> three, three week old soy milk. Um, the 2C Plus is a very nice computer, and um, uh, it had a little sticker on it that said hard drive may be, uh, sorry, floppy drive may be bad. Um, and I took it up to my room and I plugged it into my SD card floppy emulator thing, and it worked just fine. And then when I went to put a floppy, actual floppy in it, it would not go in. It was just like, no, thank you, nope, not hungry, don't want it. And I'm like, okay. So, um, Quinn, there's a quirk of the 2C Plus that Quinn has well documented that the beep is not right. It's not the same as all the other Apple II beeps, and there are wonderful technical reasons that I will not bore you with that I, because I don't understand them. Oh, there's a 40-minute technical explanation out there. I'm sure yeah. there is. Uh, anyway, Quinn, a few years ago, made a replacement ROM for it that if you pop, open it up, and it, it fixes the beep, and it also changes the speed behavior of how the boot, so it makes more sense. It does a couple of little things, and Quinn generously took the time to open up the machine and install the ROM for me and made, made that more wonderful. And she's like, oh, let's look at this floppy drive. And she's like, well, I don't know. Let's, let's take it to, uh, to Tony. Well, in fact, Tony walked in at that very moment. Oh, yes, he did. Yeah. And Tony's just like, let's go. So, <laughs> uh, so we take it down to Tony's, like, drive station. I imagine like uh, uh, a, a Jiffy Lube for 
mega store for, for floppy drives. And this, that's what this was. And Tony is like a savant. He like has tools in both hands and he's ripping the thing apart. And you're just like, this is my thing. What are you doing? It's like, you know, flinging stuff everywhere. But he knows where everything is. He knows where it came from. He knows how to put it back. He is like like a, a, a brain surgeon, you know, working with, with you know, magic, uh, you know, 200x vision glasses, uh, and and he took the drive apart, and he, like, finds, like, a floppy disk shutter just, like, lodged in it <laughs> from, you know, who knows how long ago. Uh, and um, he managed to fix the drive, and now I have a perfectly, absolutely wonderful um, Apple IIc Plus, and uh, it's, I love it. Shout out to Tony Diaz. That was it was a, a wonder to watch. He was a blur, like he, and he was helping three other people at the same time. He was fixing two drives simultaneously. He swapped the eject motor in and out twice. Uh, he swapped the other one. He was changing the heads out. He, I think he swapped the guts of three other drives in and out four different times. It yep. kept having different problems. Yeah, it was amazing. It and this was at like midnight, <laughs> so he, <laughs> nobody was fresh. <laughs> I have a similar story, nothing as specific, but I'm just at awe in my hallmates down the hall, those being Ian Primus, a.k.a. Sark, and Justin Scott, a.k.a. Dill, is that right? Uh, DJ. DJ, I'm sorry, I misread his name's heck. I was close. He's kind of a big deal. <laughs> so, these, these two individuals booked single rooms next door to each other, and then they rearranged the furniture so that all the beds were in one room and all the desks were in the other room. And they made the room with all the desks into basically an Apple Genius Bar, where you bring your hardware, and whatever's wrong with it, they will diagnose it and, if possible, repair it. And I went in there with a old joystick, and they said, oh, we're kind of busy right now. And I said, well, that's fine. I don't need my joystick right now. May I add it to the queue? They said, sure. Just put a sticky note on it with your name, room number, and what you think's wrong with it, and we'll get to it later. And as far as I know, it's still up there, but it's just... <laughs> You know, a day or two later, I will get it back, and probably some magic will be done on it, and I will not have even been there to witness it. This is a big room scam. They will come back, and everything will be gone. <laughs> <laughs> they will be gone, and there will be a plane leaving that you don't even know about. Full sweet apple juice. They got like a hundred wow. bucks worth of sweet apples. <laughs> <laughs> when you're playing the long con, you got to go for the big win. It's like a forty-year con. <laughs> yeah, it's a forty-year con. <laughs> Yeah, I had to, they, they fixed something for me also, and, and I actually have it back now, so I know that this worked. But, um, I, I you're brought, what we call, uh, you're what we call, uh, what is it? Shill. Right, shill. Exactly. You're the shill. I'm the one that brings in everybody else. All right. But, uh, so I, I came to, I, I was actually, suddenly I came to, but, um, <laughs> Wait, but what? No, I, came, I, I came to Jason was driving. I was at the airport. Was your missing kidney? Did you wake up holding your part? Yeah, you're holding your part in your hand. Chloroform smell funny to you. So I was originally actually not going to bring much to Kansas Fest. I brought a two C plus, and, and at the last second, I thought, oh, there's, I have this weird Taiwanese clone that I that I hadn't, you know, like I have never really played with it, but it's small. It's it's a uh, it's like. It's about as big as like the 2400 baud modems used to be, or whatever. And in fact, actually made by uh, multi tech uh, who made those 2400 baud modems. But at any rate, so it's a it's a fairly small thing. It's a weird clone in that it is 
almost entirely Apple II incompatible. But <laughs> so it has stretching it has, the definition of clone. Yeah, it's a problematic definition. It's, it's very strange. It has the it's same just a fonts, computer then. But uh, all the memory maps are rearranged so that so the like the high res page is in the same place, but it doesn't have a low res or text page. And the other second high res page is in some other place in memory. So. Uh, but you, but I've seen I've seen like ports of Choplifter and things like that. I like would it. say this was a bootleg. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's the microprocessor too. Uh, they sold it. They sold it for cheap to people who couldn't afford an actual Apple. Uh, I got narrator it. voice. It was actually a Windows PC. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I got it from somebody who had it for a little while and said, "This is stupid. I'm going to get an actual Apple." <laughs> but anyway, so I I came here and I set it up. I was going to try to see if I could get it to do something. I plugged it in. I showed it to somebody. Uh, and you know, this is cool. I'm gonna move it over here. I turned everything off. Uh, moved it over, and the power supply went. Whoosh. Okay, that's not good. Um, and you know, so then, then no power was communicated anymore. So I brought it over to the, the you know the gene, Apple Genius Bar and uh, <laughs> left it with them. And they took it apart. And apparently, uh, I, I mean, it's unclear what happened, but there was some sort of cascading effect where there was a capacitor blown and some sort of rectifier that went and a trace that was, you know, you could see with the little burn marks and stuff and. And the fuse blew, and, uh, but not soon enough. Just in time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good fuse. Just I got this. this. I got this. Yeah. It would have been a great witness. <laughs> I saw this happen, and this happen, officer. It was a, it was a massacre, sir. But so so you know they 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 desoldered the thing and put a new capacitor and found a rectifier on some old piece of junk that was in the corner and put that in and uh, they didn't Other have a fuse. Yeah, right. It was Ken's. <laughs> <laughs> Ken's joystick. And they didn't have a fuse, so so they soldered in like a, a, a thin little wire, and said, uh, "Okay, I'm going to try this out. It might spark." Uh, I think this. So they, I think this was Ian who was looking at it. Um, turned it on, looking straight at it, and went. <laughs> of course, like he's now blinded for the next two minutes. <laughs> but it was impressive. Uh, and uh, why and do you I, keep using the phrase "Apple Genius Bar"? <laughs> <laughs> Apple Savant bar. There we go. Just bar. Bar. Right. It actually probably is not an entirely, given what I could see around the room, not an entirely inapt description. But at any rate, um, then I had to go. Then when I came back, it it was working. And then then I took it downstairs, uh, like I think last night, two nights ago or something, and played around with it a little while. Had some people come in and like help me out and try to figure some stuff out. I don't really know much more about it. But the thing is, the room worked. The room worked. <laughs> At the end, the room worked. They got fuse. They made out of stuck the landing. <laughs> That's right. But they got the landing. The More than any of us the would have. The plane is on the ground. Your, your thing would have... Would you, would, it, would you have gotten rid of it if that had stopped working? Paul? No. No, no, no. no, no. no, no. It would have I know. I just, I, I'm, I'm just interested. Yeah. I'm always interested at, like, the drama of it. Like, did they do a final rescue of what might have been considered... Insalvageable, and uh, insalvageable means yeah. I think I I mean I was sort of disappointed that I like the one time like I had this thing for two years or something like that, and the one time that I was gonna play with it, the first thing that happens is like the power supply blows, and it's some weird connector that you know there's no replacement around, so uh, it would have been an unsalvageable week, but not an unsalvageable object. That is the magic of KFS, both in that situation and that. If Kevin had bought his two C plus on eBay. Yeah. The drive might have never been fixed, or been who knows what would happen with it. But yeah. here we were with all the best Apple II people in the world in one place. So I have a story. So Chris we Thomas. are at a university, and this is Rockhurst. And so apparently Fridays must be tour day for the university. Yes. 
And so I forget what time it was, maybe around one o'clock, they decided that our dorm would be a good place to bring an entire tour group of prospective oh, no. high school students <coughs> and their parents. Oh no. And so they all kind of came trooping through and went right through the middle of the garage giveaway and winded their really? way through the commons area and I could just tell all the kids and parents were just kind of staring at everyone, wondering why we were there and what we were doing. Except for one dad who stopped and just stared in excitement at one of the computers. I think it was an Apple II. I don't know what game was on it, but he was just so happy to see that. And the tour just You're kind of left here. without him. Describe he, for our audience what the front lobby of this uh, dorm looks like, looked like at that time. So by that point, it kind of looked like a tornado had hit maybe Apple II factory antiques roadshow of <laughs> Apple IIs and a lot of paper, a lot of broken computer and, bits. And really all the good computer stuff by that time had been it's picked gone. up. It's pretty much just left with boxes of magazines and cables. A lot of scuzzy cables. Lots scuzzy of scuzzy cables. cables. Uh, lots of just all kinds of stuff that nobody really wanted yep. that much. So it wasn't the, and even when it was all new that it wasn't that pretty, but it was way less pretty. Yeah. by this time. So perhaps, I don't know if any of those kids are going to come to Rockers, but I think that <laughs> he is. might come back, back to Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> did you hand a nice. lanyard and a room key? I did. Yeah. <laughs> so every year in July, we're here. Don't worry. We got you. I'm on the committee now, and so yes. <laughs> I, I got you, fam. Yeah. <laughs> now, there is somebody who works here at Rockers in the, I think, the Student Life Center. And she and I are Facebook friends. She's been working in this position for about a decade. And every time I come to Kansas Fest, I pop into her office, just say hello for five, ten minutes interviewed her for Juice GS one several years ago. And I popped in today, and it turns out that there is every summer a turnover in staff. You know, like who the RAs and the CAs are going to be, et cetera, and who's going to be organizing them. And as part of their orientation, since this happens in early July every year, they say, now, there's going to be a camp coming called K-Fest. And it's not like any other camp that we have here. And there's no reason to be afraid of them. <laughs> Just let them do their thing, and you'll be fine. <laughs> so it's, it's nice to know that we are a part of the official Rockers Orientation Program. <laughs> or the Warning Program. Yeah. They also said that if there were no single rooms here, if everybody doubled up, the capacity for this event could be over 200. And also, the reason the, the parking lot is closed this summer to us is because they are remodeling the townhouses, which are about 25 years old, built in the early 90s, and each one houses four to eight people. And I asked them, if we run out of room in Corcoran, can we expand the townhouses? She said, I don't see why not. We just can't take the showers? So if we well, yeah. want to buddy up into parties of six and just rock out all night, we can do that. All right. Who else has got a story or anything they want to share? I have a story of something happening right before Kansas Fest. It happened in Kansas City, if that is allowed. I was here Sunday night, uh, and I had, uh, before the show started, and I had nothing to do, and I was looking for something to do, and I decided to go find a comedy show. I found, <laughs> I found two uh, uh, comedy venues in Kansas City. One sounded like a really good show. It was out by the airport. I don't have a car. I didn't want to take a lift out to the airport, so I found, but I found one. I found one very close to me uh, at a, a little place called Stanford and Sons, and uh, it was open mic night. So I thought, fine, I will go to an open mic night, maybe it'll be funny, and according to the, the website, everyone gets three minutes, and if it sucks, I can wait three minutes, and there will be someone good. 
So I get myself to Stanford and Sons. I get there quite a bit before the 7.30 start time. And I walk up to the door and the venue is dark. Now I'm looking into the window, you know, hands to the glass, and it appears that the place is like shut, shut. Like there's some stuff piled by the door, like they're getting it out. And a man walks up to me and he says, are you here for comedy? And I say, yes, I am. And he said, I'm a comedian. I am traveling from Florida to, uh, to Phoenix, Arizona in my van. I uh, am going from, from, from comedy place to comedy place to do open mics and, and such. And, uh, and this place seems to be gone. And I said, yes, I see that. Oh, well. And he's like, no, I'm going to do my, my set anyway. And I said, where? And he said, right here on the sidewalk. And I was like, okay. And I said, how long is your set? And he's like, I'll do the full 40 minutes. <laughs> and I said, okay, I'm in. So I chatted with the gentleman for a while, and a few other people came up. There was a boyfriend-girlfriend or husband-wife situation. Came out of their car, and they walked up to the venue, and he's just like, I have good news and bad news. And he explains what he's going planning to doing, and they were just like, okay, um... Yeah, we're going to go get a bite to eat, and we'll be back, maybe. You know, we never saw them again. Uh, a couple of bros showed up. They, you know, want to get some drinks and some comedy, and uh, they were just, like, out of there in a hightail it as soon as they situation. Um, so I was just, like, to this comedian. I'm like, what if it's just me? And he's like, I'm doing the show. Doing the show at 7.30. Like, 7.25, a young lady uh, walks up who is a... Uh, a computer science student at Kansas University. Uh, she said, told me she was 18 years old, and uh, she heard the situation, and she saw me sitting there ready for the show, and she's just like, sure, I'm in. <laughs> By the way, uh, this 18-year-old person who is a computer science student did not know, had never heard of an Apple II computer, but <laughs> that is neither here nor there for the story. It was just a little sad to me. Um, so... 7.30 comes, the comedian comes out, introduces himself in the third person, goes away, comes back, and does his 40-minute set. Uh, the woman and I sat on a, a bench, uh, one of those benches where you wait for a bus, uh, and he was there on the sidewalk, and he did his entire set. And after 40 minutes, it's like, well, that's it. I have more if you want. And we were both like, oh, okay, we're good. Thanks. Thank you. And uh, he tried to tell, sell us T-shirts, <laughs> um, and we thanked him and shook his hand and walked away. <laughs> That's good. That's a good story. You found his website, though, right? I found his website where he um, has information about every every gig he's ever done, <laughs> and he keeps he keeps data. Where the gig was, how many people were in the audience. Two is is the least. Uh, he, he had some others, you know, small seven and you know, ten and, and things like that. But this will be the smallest when it's in the list. Um, and uh, how long his set was, your, you know, what he did of his of his set. Uh, laughs per minute. <laughs> Ooh, LPM, sure. LPM, sure. Uh, complete analytics uh, where for all of his his comedy gigs. So. I laugh, but that guy is hustling in a way that I never have. He's hustling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think most of us in that sort of situation in our lives would just be like, oh, well, I tried. Not tonight. He was just like not having it. He's just you like, want to make it as a comedian, that guy. Just get in a van, drive across the country, and do it for anyone to listen. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a guy who, if he can scrape up some talent, could really make it. Place an ad for open mics. As, yeah. as, uh, as the, the student and I were, <laughs> were, uh, were, were walking away uh, a couple blocks together, I was just like, what was that? And she's just like, I don't know. She's like, I was going to stay as long as you stayed. I think, and she's like, I figured you'd be out after 10 minutes. You sat there for the whole thing, so I had to as well. Congrats I, to both of you for leaning into that experience. <laughs> I tweeted, uh, I, I checked the, the Twitter of Stanford and Sons, and they had tweeted like 15 hours beforehand. And I, I sent them a message like, maybe you don't know this, but you don't exist anymore. And I said, you know, this is me and Comedian Man, and he did his entire 40-minute set up for us, for me and one other patron on the sidewalk. And they just tweeted back, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool, Stanford Sons. Wow. All right. What do, they have, what do they have to tweet about if they don't exist? Exactly. I don't know. Sorry, don't apparently. Know. There's tweet apologies now. <laughs> the, there was an arcade that I saw in, in San Francisco that continued to exist as a clothing brand and sell things after they closed the main actual building. I mean, or maybe it's like a catfish for comedians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's catfish. But I mean, like, I did a 20-city tour for Get Lamp, and the way I did that was that JetBlue was offering the all-you-can-jet program, which was uh, 599 you could jet anywhere in the country for a month, except for weekends. And if you wanted to do weekends, it was 699 So I, did a, I paid $700, and I announced to the fans... If you can get me a screen and optionally a place to stay, I will perform this in your city and do a Q&A. And like I said, I did 20 cities and the most people was 400 and the least amount was two. And the one for two was like an old friend who had invited a bunch of friends to come to his fencing club. And he had set up a sheet in a corner with a projector. Only him and his wife showed up. So we watched it together. There was a uh, theater in Colorado. That was three people because uh, they had it. And it was a tiny little theater. But then there was one in Utah. It had my, my, my actual movie on the marquee. And that was like amazing. And then in Colorado, it was like 250 people in, in, in an Alamo mm -hmm. that somebody had rented. It was completely random. But you got to do it. Like, that's the difference. Like, you never walk away. It's, you've made a commitment to the idea. And you can't let any individual link get away because then you just find excuses for everything. That's mm -hmm. so much of life. So I totally get where that guy is coming from. Especially, I mean, at some point he's going to have to come to perhaps terms with quality control. <laughs> but that's, you know, I mean, you only can push what you got. That's true. So. This is this whole conference, if we want to drag it that way, is a series of hustlers working hard with their thing. I mean, you can't face down the audience. Especially those guys that took Ken's joystick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those, those joystick long con like guys, they know, how to, they know how to do that. They take that down to the, to the, uh, you know, the Kansas City docks where all, all the black market joysticks are. Yeah. You don't know where that stuff came from. Sometimes there's a human hand still grabbing it. <laughs> it's pretty scary. Sometimes it's a monkey hand, and you don't even know what the story is there. Got your Wickos, I got your Atari 2600 Classics. I'm, 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 I'm rocking them all for you. Yeah, I got the full-on Atari, I got the Sega, I got... Okay, so if you're... Uh, we don't normally cater to your type, but we got a few joy pads in the back. 
few joint pads. We don't go in for that USB stuff either. The stuff's better got to have a super, super, super proprietary item that nobody ever plugs anything into again. Paddles, get out of here. Get out of here. I don't want to talk to you. Mm -mm. Disgust me. So, yeah, no, I totally, I, I, I you know, I, if I have to say one thing, it's that I love the fact that there are these controversial tornadoes of politics, concern, infighting, and worries about products because people here care so much about such a specialized internal project as making a 40-year-old machine slightly better and making it still maintain a contemporary force in the modern era. And so the fights are being made as if they're introducing a new car or if they're changing an energy source or if they're trying to influence the future of infrastructure. And I love that. That's, that's the part that I, 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 I love to watch go in place because it's weird to watch all of that, all of that strange expression of love through such fervent defense and offense trying to make it happen. And I, I watch that every year, and then I see people, and I'm like, yeah, that, nobody fights that hard in almost anything, you know? Like, you don't see that kind of a fight in, in most communities over that level. Not the level of exclusion-inclusion, where people just kind of put that arbitrary clubhouse -y thing. It's the thing where it's like, no, 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 we're all here together, but I think this can be done even better for the community than what you think you can do. Like, that's the fight. There must be something we did right, because years ago you came to do a keynote, and it seems like you've been back every year since. I think you drank the Kool-Aid. Well, I drank the Kool-Aid that day. <laughs> you know, that that's the thing. that When I came here, well, I'd heard about K-Fest years ago, and it's terrible on paper. <laughs> I still do it to people. I go, oh, where are you? I'm going to a five-day Apple II conference that you sleep at. <laughs> and people just go, why? Why? Okay, why? You know, that's like saying, oh, I have a Nintendo, and what do you do with it? I, sh I break the cartridges up, and I shove them into my nose. <laughs> why? <laughs> It's really fun. For the people. And so the thing is, that's, on paper, it's awful. And I thought, well, that can't be, what is that? What is that thing? And so when I was invited, I was excited to go just to, just to witness the carnage. And I was brought in, and like, like I said, like within three hours, within three hours, I was like, I have never regretted booking a flight that much before. Like that I had booked the flight that same day. I had, I had booked it so I had to run in and run out for some reason. And I think it was because I was had to be at something for that week, but I was like, I'm gonna help these people. I'm gonna help them with me. <laughs> and I went in there and I was just like, oh man. I had that happen with another conference where like there was like one conference was like the official super library conference. And then the other one was like this dumb little one down the street and they begged the first conference to allow me to take a train on the second day of the last day to go visit their conference. And the minute I walked into the second conference, I was like, wow, I made a big mistake. I made a huge mistake. The first one was like a boring overview of emulation with a whole bunch of parties talking about computers. The second one, I walk in and there's a stage, okay? 
And the, the, the event starts at 10, but I'm there at 9. And at 9, they had set a table up on stage with a biblical Bacchanal-worthy set of grapes and wine and food. And it was all of the speakers and the two organizers. And they just had a dinner, a breakfast brunch, with us all sitting around, forcing all of the speakers to engage each other in philosophical discussions of the meaning of preservation. And I'm sitting there with my grape juice as we're eating wine going, this, this is what I missed. And so the same feeling was here of like, this is, this is love in a, in, a, in a confined space over machinery. This is the symphony of, of, of the dream of Wozniak combined with the ongoing hopes of, of young people. I wanted to be, I was like, I will not miss this again. And so every year, every other friggin' year, you guys schedule this thing to be right the same time as hope. So here I am doing this 11 o'clock podcast, knowing full well that waiting for me are the jaws of a 6.20 a.m. flight tomorrow. I want to thank the board. Next year, the, the dates for Kansas Fest have been set for next year, and it does not fall over my 25th anniversary. Ensuring I will have a 26th oh, yeah. anniversary. <laughs> thank you. That is fantastic. Committee. That's the thing. And so, so I, I mean, I know I'm coming. Like, I know I'm coming. It's like, yeah, no question. Yeah. And so I'm more than willing to take this pain. Like, tomorrow I have to, like, get off the plane and go turn myself, if you can believe this, up to 11 and be me in this thing. Because that's what they, they brought me in. They want this. They want me to be this act of this guy or whatever. And I have to like do that till midnight to a something called a hackers called a hackers got talent show. I'm the MC of a hackers got talent show, and then I have to put on a pair of angel wings. I have an all white suit. <laughs> like you've never done it before. And I'm giving a talk. You've about, done that to yourself. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying like I have like this. But I'm the smart thing to do would have been to go to bed and you know take a flight tonight and rest up. But I'm like, no, I want to squeeze the last possible second that United could possibly screw up the flight <laughs> to stay here as long as possible to, to drag it out because that's what this place is. And, and so that's what I, so for me, it's just this 100% unique special thing. Enough that I, I treat it like this is the last one each time. Because I'm like, how can you maintain that magic consistently? You know, Ken believes it's maintained the magic for 20 years. And I just think that's amazing. I've been in so many places and conventions and watched them sour out. Eventually, they have to have the, the, the there'll be some guy, we'll call him an Abe or a woman named Susan. And they're kind of like the emotional heart. And then Abe gets sick or Susan dies or one of them stops coming. And the place just isn't the same. And people leaf off and they get sad and they leave. And the fact that this place has been consistently overturning that so that people come in and they're like new, but within a year they're, 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 they're a beloved veteran wanting to give whatever it takes and lift whatever. That's, that's, nobody else does that. No other place does that, and I've been to probably 200 conferences. So what are you going to do? Well anyway, point. Well lovely point. there. And now the sound of you saying, holy God, we are overtime. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. It's about the love. And uh, with that, we will wrap up the first, last, and only Retro Antic Assembly Chicken Missile Talks Our Way Out of It podcast live from Kansas Fest 2018. We will see you all next year. Yay! Retro Computer! I just want to go huff a Nintendo cartridge in it. <laughs> I do it. 
every year. <laughs> but we know this is going to be. Are you going like to two people free. back to watch like the next? Redone at two percent. Oh, you were telling me that's what the battery percent. Oh, I thought you were saying two hours. No, no, no. Oh, no. Two. This has been the Open Apple Podcast. Subscribe to us in iTunes or visit us at open-apple.net where you can browse our extensive catalogue of past episodes or read our blog. If you like what you've heard today, or even if you didn't, your comments, questions or ideas are always welcome. Send them to feedback at open-apple.net.